Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. That is Tim. As always. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> My god, one day we'll have a smooth intro. Uh, <laughs> this is a horror movie podcast. We get together, we talk about a movie that we watched. It's really that simple. It is the Octoberthon, which means we've got a bunch of extra episodes all month. Uh, that's why we're in the orange orange overlay as well. Um this is actually a vote winner episode. We have multiple votes uh, this month. Usually there's one vote, well. That's not technically true anymore. Technically, there's also a $10 vote now for streams, but every month at patreon.com slash TV, the regular $5 vote between four films uh, is a thing we do every month. Uh, there's extra ones in October, so we had a slasher movie vote as well, and the winner was this film, The Initiation from 1984, which is what we're going to get into. We'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers. Somewhere in the middle. Uh, the basic premise of this one is that uh, the main character of... Uh, not Francis, Kelly. Kelly Fairchild. I list the, the, the adults first for some reason, even though they're clearly not the main characters. Mm. Uh, Kelly Fairchild is a college girl who is trying to go into a, a fraternity? Sorority. Sorority. That's the right one, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> we don't have these stupid things in the UK, okay? I, I, I always forget yeah. which one's which. Because... Yeah, there's no such thing as a paternity. Paternity is just... yeah. <laughs> That's what threw yeah. me off. I'm like, it must be fraternity because paternity is surely the male one. No, paternity is just, sure. you know, <laughs> you know, the paternity of a child. Like, you know, you right. can see where my, my mind went there. Anyway, so, sorry. And her and her friends are in the sort of almost at the final week, the hell week of the initiation, you know, to go with the title, uh, to get into the, the thing. And they want her to steal her dad who basically owns or runs a giant department store, like a mall, and so they can go in and do like a prank uh, as their thing. But of course, there's a killer going around killing people throughout <laughs> the film, which maybe ties into a mysterious part of her past because our main character of Kelly has amnesia from the age uh, up until nine. Uh, something traumatic happened at the age of nine, which a dream sequence at the start kind of hints at, and we kind of uncover what some of that means throughout the film and where it goes from there. So, uh, but it's a slasher movie. People are dying, and you know that once they get into the mall at late at night, that that's probably going to be where a lot of the uh, the real chaos starts to happen. So that's the the basic gist of it. Uh, so Tim, well, first yeah. of all, had you seen the initiation before this? Oh God, no. <laughs> you sound so offended at that, uh, which maybe gives me an indication of what you're going to say next. But how did you feel about the initiation? Uh, yeah, I actually uh, I liked it quite a bit. I thought it was a lot of fun. Why did you imply that you didn't like it in the previous comment? Oh, I mean, I, I didn't. I wasn't trying to go for that. But what you <laughs> what took do, from what, it? What do you mean? Oh God, no! How? How? how why would I take <laughs> anything but I do not like this movie from that statement? I, I, I don't know. I'm not in that head of yours. <laughs> oh, that's good. Jesus, can, can thank every demonic god there is that Tim is not in my head. Um, yeah, I, I do think it has a pacing issue. I, I like the movie overall as a sort of like, you know, kind of not a great slasher movie, but as a solid one, I think it's a fun watch. Uh, yeah. less so for the kills and more so for the, the kind of the crazy plot and your typical slasher movie yeah. characters that you can get into. But I would say that it does have kind of a, a pacing issue where sure. it's a movie of two halves because the second half, which is all in the, the, the mall after hours, I think that's the fun half of the movie. The first half, yeah. which is a lot of like her going to like the 
the teacher's aide who's like doing like sleeping nightmare analysis and yeah. stuff like that is like uh, <laughs> the pacing in that half's a bit on the slow side i could have done with progressing a bit quicker no I, yeah i definitely agree it has a lot of the 80s cheese uh that i like mm-hmm. um yeah definitely more so in the second half like to the point where i i just think it's so funny where it's like the movie is called the initiation so you're like oh this is gonna be like a college slasher movie where people are killing people like yeah you know, at the sorority and stuff and it's like oh no it, it's not this is like uh at some point it just turns into an after hours mall movie which is like oh, okay no i'm totally here for that um but yeah like like you said there's like a ridiculous plot line um i think the you know the killer's fun um you know they they use they use a like variety of different uh tools and weapons uh which is always kind of cool and um yeah there's like a, a you know just like some like you know goofy that's... dumb 80s characters and... yeah and plus there's there's the ending which does introduce yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> a very memorable element to it so which it, the, the funny thing is like i, I like I, I don't think i really saw it coming but my wife like totally called it she was like oh yeah this is gonna like pretty early on before it was even like a you know kind of hinted at she was like oh this is gonna happen and she was totally right i i not this time this is the second time i've seen it so i wasn't predicting anything this time but the first time i watched it i did remember having a guess that was kind of close to the the ending but not the the actual thing yeah so uh but yeah, we'll get into all that in spoilers, of course. Uh, I, you know, I, I think the kills are there's a variety of them. I don't think the gore is the most exciting in the world. It tends to be really simple yeah. stabs and really simple just kind of wounds. Nothing super, you know, elaborate or over the top or or grisly. But yeah, characters are entertaining enough to watch. There's some you know goofy, you know goofy idiots in there. You know the the guys sure. have <laughs> sufficiently dumb dialogue. Of course, there's at least two scenes in this where someone takes a top off. In fact, hell, there's full frontal at one point. There's a, there's a conversation that takes place right outside the showers in the, the sorority house. So the, like, there's just a woman gets out of the shower and walks past the camera, butt-ass naked. Because uh, that was essential to the plot and the, the you know, the, the themes of the film. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. They're all guilty of it, but, uh, you know, it's just, that's what it is. Um, so... No, but there's other stuff, you know, there's clearly something that our parents are hiding from her. They don't want her to, they clearly don't want her to know anything about what happened to her at the age of nine and before. <laughs> so they're, they're keeping everything in the hush hush. Um, and, you know, the first half of the movie does deal more with that because a lot of it is kind of like her trying to remember, you know, figure out this dream and why she's having the dream and the parents like, ca- intervening and, and so on. Yeah. And the dream is like wild too. Like that opening, like oh yeah, few yeah. minutes. <laughs> there's a lot that happens. I was I was kind of like, um, I I gotta admit it did uh, start me off on the right foot. Like having this pretty crazy opening. <laughs> I think it was it was smart in a way from our perspective because the dream is crazy enough that it helps you through some of that early stuff. that's a bit slower afterwards. Yeah. Because you know, the, yeah, like I say, once it gets to the the mall, which by the way, this mall. It's like the, the least <laughs> mall-looking mall I've ever seen. It looks like a, sure. it looks like the corporate headquarters or somewhere. Yeah, it, yeah. Because it's it's got like a big lobby, but it's, it's it's like it looks like just identical like floors of like what what I would assume would be offices instead of like. But it is stores. Like there is like you know they're in a de- department store at one point. And they're trying on clothes at one point. So yeah, and it also looks like there's a lot of floors, which like I don't know, like. 
usually when I think about like the malls I go to, like it's usually maybe like three or four floors. At you know, most, top. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I, yeah. I, I would say most tend to just be two. It tends to just be like one upper yeah. floor and one lower floor. But yeah, uh, you know, times are different. I'll you know, I'll accept that. Uh, but yeah, it's like you said though. It looks more like a like a corporate office that, building or something. That said, what do you think the 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 betting is? The building actually is a oh, office of building, but yeah. they're just <laughs> pretending it's a mall. And obviously, the, the shots where they've got like a store that they're in, yeah. they're, they're either they've set up one place to look like that, or they're shooting that somewhere else. Like. That's the yeah. most likely uh, answer here. Uh, because I, I remember thinking it was in a mall. The last half of the film was in a mall at night, and that's a really cool setting, and yada, yada, yada. Um, <laughs> such as the classic chopping mall. Um, there you go. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, when I first saw the building, when it first cut to the interior of the building, I was like, oh, wait, this looks like an office building. Like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's not a mall. But then the movie kept going. I was like, oh, no, it actually is uh, stores yeah. and stuff. Okay, fair enough. Uh clearly i remembered correctly it just doesn't look like one <laughs> so no interesting um so yeah this is all right i i i think uh it, it never manages to become because I, I think there's like obviously there's the big name slashes right we talk about friday the 13th and halloween and whatever and then i feel like there's like the gems that sort of rise above to the, the top of the pool where it's like hey these ones are genuinely really good because they have good kills or good gore I'm thinking something like The Prowler, which is a proper nasty little slasher movie, or you know, other stuff like that. Tim, do you agree, disagree, or anything? Uh, I'm neutral. <laughs> you're neutral, but uh, no, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. it's uh, it, it doesn't like I I wouldn't put this as like a um like a cult classic. Like it's no, no pieces, even though uh, like, pieces are a good example. Yeah, yeah, it, it, like even though like I I do feel like it um honestly like does share some you know like similarities uh to it um yeah like including opening up on like a weird you know childhood mm -hmm. scene and stuff or yeah i guess in this one it's a dream but yeah pieces that actually happened but um but yeah like it, it's not as outrageous um that like <clears throat> that um yeah it, it would elevate it but at the same time uh, i'm not mad that i watched it i uh oh, i had fun um it was enjoyable for sure yeah, um, I I think it's a perfectly watchable movie. It's one of those things where I, if you like slasher movies of the eighties and you enjoy the cheesy elements of it, this is one where it doesn't excel at a lot of the elements, but it does a you know it's it's got a decent set of likable goofy characters. It's got a decent set of you know enjoyable kills, if not the most inventive or gory. And then it's got. I mean, the ending's probably the craziest thing about it, but, it, it, you know, yeah. <laughs> the opening and the ending have the crazy elements. Everything in between doesn't even feel that crazy. So it's, it's, it kind of straddles the line and ends up being kind of like a, I don't know, like a, you know, if, if most slasher movies, if most good slasher movies are really B-movies, because obviously they're not high art, uh, <laughs> this is like a solid C-tier slasher movie, I guess. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think we'll uh, obviously give the spoiler warning here, but before I, we get into the spoilers, I will take this time to thank our Patreon producers for the month. So thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, Bordnow, Al Tribesman, Christopher Moy, Brett Williams, and David Brown. They are Patreon producers for the month at the time of recording. That means, of course, that they are $20 or more patrons uh, on patreon.com slash TV. 
and you can support us over there for as little as one dollar per month and for that one dollar you get access to an exclusive bonus episode of screams every single month you get four bonus episodes in the month of october because it's a special occasion it's the fest of jolly time <laughs> uh not including christmas of course which we do christmas movies in but uh so you get you know, there's a whole back catalog so if you sign up now for one dollar you get access to almost 30 extra episodes at this point and of course five dollars gets to vote and stuff and early access ten dollars has another vote called the echoes by morning vote now so there's a whole bunch of stuff going on uh over there but if you don't want to do that or you can't do that do not feel bad you can support us for something simple like a like on youtube hit the like button it helps us out with the youtube algorithm more people will find us it is a simple and easy way to show your support as well as comments and stuff like that too so uh please do any of that stuff any and all whatever you feel comfortable with sure <laughs> i'm putting tim on the spot because he was mid yawn i'm like you know what i'm just going to wait until tim can respond to something because i'm a dick uh <laughs> but anyway yes yeah, so hey, thank no you no argument there yes thank you to <laughs> Thank you. How dare you? Thank you. There's a character in this movie who literally dresses as a dick. <laughs> yes. His costume. It's not even a Halloween costume. They're doing like a costume where you're because they're all psych students. They're all doing like your your hidden desires. So he has mm. hidden desires to be a a dick, <laughs> like a life size dick. <laughs> but anyway, so Phil Spiral is in for the initiation from this point forth. <clears throat> yes, Tim. Uh, oh no, I was just gonna say like every character in, and this is like pretty. <laughs> unlikable <laughs> like except for oh yeah i guess like the, the main character who's very nice but like everyone else it's like since you're dealing with like frat guys and like sorority girls mm-hmm. and like annoying psych majors it's like yeah it's like uh yeah everyone sucks <laughs> i'm okay with most of these people dying oh for sure yeah uh does this one are two likable characters does there's the girl who keeps it has like a then, oh. oh no i'm sorry, sorry well even the like and the people that are uh uh, unlikable they are still like enjoyable to watch because yes. they're that 80s jerky yeah, characters, yeah, yeah. you know likable to watch yes because yeah. <laughs> there's a guy who like is attracted to the main girl kelly who apparently the head of the sorority is into and after kelly kind of like shows him away because she doesn't want anything to do with him he just kind of goes crawling back to her and there's not really much of a plot here all in the fact that he's kind of weird and he dresses as like a I don't know, like a sex gladiator or something for this party to go to. This is the. I feel like usually the party to go to would be like the third act, but in this movie, it's actually at the end of the first act. Is this party yeah. that's like a like I say, your your inner desires costumes that they go to. Um, but yeah, he's kind of weird. But yeah, there's, there's the girl that's sort of the main friend of the the of Kelly is this this girl that everyone thinks is a virgin, but she actually has like a really dark backstory that comes up because. Well, when oh, they're in, uh, yeah, know, yeah, Jesus. When they're in the uh, the mall later on, and it's maybe just be the three girls who are like trying to be you know initiated <laughs> into the yeah. into the sorority, uh, and their the whole goal is to try and steal the clothes of the security guard. And Kelly, even though I think the the point is to try and somehow steal it from him, they they actually like she's like, oh they've got spares in the staff room. Let's just go there. <laughs> like who cares? Uh, no one will know the difference. And. <laughs> So basically the head of sorority brings in like three college guys to intentionally scare them and you know sneak up mm-hmm. on them and stuff but once they become aware of each other they kind of just start hanging out and they have like a essentially like a dinner party like inside yeah. one of the stores and out of nowhere uh because someone cracks a joke about the the the, the girl uh, i think is it is it megan or allison i don't know whatever one is the sure uh Beth? Yeah, God, I can't, I don't no, know. I can't remember anyone. There's, there's, there's so many <laughs> names. Uh, but she basically says, look, I'm not a virgin, okay? And she tells this story 
about being assaulted by her music instructor, her violin teacher, when she was 12. Yeah. And it, like, everything, it's... like, grinds to a halt as she, as she, through teary eyes, like, tells this dark story. And I'm like, I don't know if this is the movie to be doing this, uh... No, no. This scene. <laughs> I, Not at all, no. Um, and, you know, because the guy <laughs> who's kind of, like, flirting with her, like, he was our date to the party earlier on, and he was the one dressed mm-hmm. as the dick, and he was just saying lots of weird things. And at one point when he's like, oh, there's a rumor going around that you're a virgin... I might be able to help you with that. Like, really kind of smart me. So she's not really, like... Feel- but after this, he goes to her and, like, sits down next to her and she's like, okay, go on, crack your jokes. And she's, like, wiping tears away. And he's like, no jokes. And just, like, gives her a peck. And she's like, oh, I guess I feel a little bit better. Um, And then we just cut back to them later and they're in a bed in one of the one of the, the, the bed stores. <laughs> no, were they the ones... Were they the ones that were on beds, or were they on like that? Someone was on a pile of carpets. No, no, that was I the think. that was the head of sorority and the weird creepy okay. guy who was on the the okay. pile of carpets. No, they were in a bed yeah. because they they just finished getting dressed after having sex, and he's oh, yeah. like all insecure. And he's like, "Oh, what am I? How good was I? Rip me, kind of thing." <laughs> and just basically, he's like, he starts to kiss her again. She's like, "What again?" It's like, "What?" At our age, we're you know that's expected of us. It's like, "Well, okay then." And then he gets uh, hit with an arrow and dies. Oh yeah. And then she gets chased after and killed. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, because there's a whole segment where the, the, the third girl who's with them is like riding like roller skates around, like around the, the mm-hmm. building. And so, you know, there's a, a bit of a tone there with that stuff and yeah, all those vibes. <laughs> so I don't know why we, we focused on those characters first when we have the, the dream to talk about uh, and the sure. the main character story and trauma to discuss. So. So the dream at the start is that she's a little girl, right? Herself, and, essentially. And and uh, and we say it's a dream, but I mean, as far as we know, this is basically what happened. Oh yeah, right? we, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't it's even a, know it's a dream at first. We just think it's a scene yeah. uh, that we're watching. But she she goes into what seems to be her mother's bedroom, and what you think at first is her mother and father having sex, and then they notice her. But there's like weird edits here where it kind of cuts around where it feels like she teleports over next to the bed with them and stabs what we think is her father in the leg, right? And then it's like it cuts again and she's like standing over in another part of the room looking shocked at what's just happened. Now this actually makes sense given the twist. But in yeah, the yeah. scene itself it feels really weird. Um, but then another man walks in and you're like, oh well, no, this must be the father. And the guy in bed is actually someone who the, 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 the mother's cheating on the father with. Yeah. But then there's a struggle between the, the father and the uh the you know the the half naked guy like, and the father gets like cuckold. pushed in pushed <laughs> in the... Yeah. What? I don't know. Uh, I was trying to think, wait, who's the who's the cuckold in the in the scenario? The cuck's the husband, I think. Yeah, okay. If we're using those <laughs> those terms, which I don't particularly like admittedly, but time to say to go there. Uh but the father hey, we, is, we're using the the correct uh, definition not yes. the way most people use it now so but the father gets pushed into the fire and is literally set ablaze and he's like on fire and then eventually you know like she wakes up right and it's like oh no she's actually this you know 19 20 year old college student whoever she is and she's at the sorority and they're doing the initiation stuff with candles and they've got like a whole speech and all that and then she, she ends up meeting this this, this uh, teacher's assistant this, this post-grad student who she ends up like dating and He's like studying dreams and she's telling him about the dreams and he's like, oh, this has got all the markings of a classic dream. You've got a Freudian thing going on. You've got all these things. A classic dream. Yeah. 
Um, and they talk about at one point where like she might even have like sort of like this weird schizophrenic idea. And this is where I actually guessed that she was the killer. I was like, oh, maybe she's actually zoning out and like she's the killer herself. And that's like the the idea that she has a different personality who's the killer is actually not a million miles away from the what actually happens at the end. Sure. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> I got kind of in the ballpark, but not quite. Um. But there's a whole thing where she's in like a they've got her in a dream state and they're studying her dreams and the mother comes in and they're trying to wake her up because she's starting to like really violently react in the dream and they try to like call her name and she won't wake up and the mother says okay try this name instead and it's a different surname and like they try it and it works and it's like wait why why Reagan I thought her name was Fairchild what the hell and it leads to some research and it turns out that you know like her father the rich father she has is not actually her real father. And that the dream must actually be a flashback of when she found her mother cheating on her father. and But there's a whole lot of things here that don't really add up necessarily. And earlier on in the film, we see that there is a, a mental hospital where someone escapes, the, the nurse is murdered, and we see of that course. a burned man who's like doing the garden is, is, you know, like he might be the father. And the first couple of people who are killed are killed with a little pitchfork, right? That's a little you know gardening yeah. tool. So it's kind of pointing towards him. So we're kind of thinking he's the killer. We even see him in the mall at one point, creeping around in the background. And I, and like a blue park, I was like, is Captain Cold following them around? Like, what's going on? And anyway, the big twist of the movie, though. Why are you shaking your head at me for? Because <laughs> I cried a Captain Cold joke? I, uh, I, I mean, uh, you need more than just a, a blue parka. That's like, if he was wearing like the, it was like, 3d-ish looking glasses or had a freeze gun or something i, I would have given it to you but just a blue parka come on so sorry time i didn't live up to your standards of references <laughs> i'll try to be better in the future <laughs> so but yeah so to the point where when everyone like once kelly's seen like half of her friends are dead and she's running around from the killer mm. she ends up in the roof with, uh, on the roof on the roof with with this this the, the real father right and he tries to talk to her, but she hits him over the head with a pipe, and he falls off the building <laughs> and dies. I'm like, damn, that was quick. Uh, so I, I think, given the twist that's about to happen, I think what what was actually going on here is that even though the mother did like leave him and all that, I think there was like a mutual understanding that he was intentionally staying at the asylum to basically keep watch over oh, yeah, yeah. who we totally. find out about in a minute, which is the evil twin sister. <laughs> Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> so, the idea being that in the opening, the reason why the editing was kind of weird is it was trying to hide the fact that it was actually two different girls. One was watching mm -hmm. and one was stabbing. And the one who yeah. was stabbing is obviously the evil one. And she's the one in the asylum. She's the one murdering everyone. She's the one who murders the the, the, the adopted like rich father. She murders the friends and all the rest of it in various ways. And yeah, the most memorable scene in the whole movie might be where you know eventually like P peter the the uh the the postgrad guy who's been studying the dreams how many's assistant have kind of figured out like some of this backstory he's like oh my god this is dangerous this is all related to her because this really happened and like he's thinking the uh he's clearly thinking what we're tricked into thinking which is that the, the father is the crazy one and that he's back for revenge or yeah. something but he shows up he sees kelly he hugs her and then she stabs him in the side and it's like, wait, what? But then the real <laughs> Kelly turns around the corner and it's like, dun, dun, dun. That's not Kelly. That's Terry, her evil twin sister. So she chases, or, well, not herself, but, you know, Terry chases Kelly around a little bit. 
and there's a lot of maniacal back and forth of like i'm going to take your life and i'm going to do this and because there's a lot of like stuff in the movie where she's like staring at a mirror and like reflection is meant to be a a theme of the movie i mean sure that's a, a dumb slasher movie it's not got themes but <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean um and you know so it's this this uh and i'll say that if you're looking for the obvious like body double in some of the shots when there's maybe two of them at the same time it's a bit, little bit on the obvious side yeah right we agree with that uh, that's a thing i agree <laughs> you agree good uh i will say though i actually thought the actress playing kelly was even better like i thought she was okay as the leading girl but She's actually better as the, the maniacal evil step or twin sister who's trying to kill everyone. No, I no, I, I totally agree with that. I actually yeah, like once she's kinda you know, shows up and is like being full on villain, I actually like kinda dug it. I was like, Oh, I wanna see like more of this. <laughs> like this this is great. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh unfortunately it doesn't last too long, but it is yeah. there. Uh you know, it's 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 good stuff. Uh ultimately, I mean, how does she meet her demise again? Uh basically the mom shows up with a gun and kind of <laughs> intervenes uh and shoots, shoots her evil daughter in front of her other daughter uh, as you do as you do yes uh but now the truth's <laughs> out there now she knows all this uh the, the, the teacher's assistant does survive he's 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 in an ambulance at the end but he's he's okay he's not he's not dead um it just kind of ends with the you know the aftermath of all this stuff happening um yeah. and it's you know it's just uh it's, it's a fun ending. You know, it's a bit, it's maybe a touch on the long side. And I think what they should have done is rather than like shorten the movie too much, I would have just restructured it so they got to the mall much quicker. I think if more of the movie took place in the mall where it was more characters there um, and you told more of the same story beats, but just in the mall. And I get that that's hard to do because you've got, I mean, you have to have her go to this, you know, this other guy who's going to study the dreams and like research the, 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 the backstory. But you can do that a bit quicker, I think, just to get the ball rolling and ha- have it occasionally cut to them doing this stuff. Because because uh, early on, like the killer like kills like the you know the rich fake dad, for example, right? I yeah. don't see any reason why that kill and some of the other ones early on couldn't have been mother already in the mall. You know, like, oh no, totally, yeah. You know, ha- have the idea be that the, the, whoever the killer is is killing some loose ends before they go to the mall to go after the main group or something like that. And maybe that's a bit yeah. more generic, but I do think that the movie really comes to life a bit more once it gets to the mall. Yeah, uh, and maybe it might have been nice too if uh, they kind of played with the setting a, a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. like, there's this one scene where, um, you know, one of them that like they're walking through. It's kind of like a, a like a Christmas uh, display area, uh, and uh, I actually thought that was kind of cool and creepy, and like seeing all the like it's kind of like weird Christmas elves <laughs> and and like mannequins and stuff. Uh, there and i was like oh i kind of like this and i kind of thought we we're gonna get more of like yeah different people walking through different stores yeah i mean uh, I, but... yeah i could see like a scene where they're walking to like a sporting goods store and like the yeah, killer picks yeah. up you know whatever sporting item for example so we yes. get a lot of theme... <laughs> sporting item yes a lot of themed like places but with a lot of themed kills to go along with those places maybe yeah. and ultimately it just kind of ends up being like a lot of black uh like a you know, a lot of like back rooms and like hallways mm-hmm. and stuff like that Probably um, because that's what they had access to, let's be honest. Yeah, like, yes. They went, they went <laughs> to the sure. effort to create a couple of stores or get permission to film in a couple of stores, yeah. but ultimately, it, you know, it's it, it's more mainly just rooms in an, or hallways in an office building they've got for yeah. most of it, which is a shame. Because I think, I think it would have given the, given the movie a lot of character if it oh, yeah, totally. yeah. had all these distinct visuals and places to go. Mm. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I do like, I mean, yeah, just going like back to the story and stuff. Like, I, I like when uh they have like a, a cheesy like eighties movie like this. It just has like such like a complicated backstory because you like you easily could have just done like, hey, initiation. Um, it's people trying to join a sorority and someone's killing them. Like, you know, like that's all you need. But then they they have all this stuff with like amnesia and dreams mm -hmm. and evil twins and yeah, yeah. You almost think like, you're watching. <laughs> you almost think you're watching an Eight Elm Street movie at one point because the way they've got her hooked up to dream machines and oh, they're, sure. they're talking about her dreams. Um, or even like it sounds like a like plots of like a soap opera or yeah. something. <laughs> we, we have to actually acknowledge that the uh, the mother in this is played by Viewer Miles. Who do you recognize that name? No, I do not. No, well she's she's in Psycho and she came back for Psycho too. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. That's the actress. Uh, so it has, oh, has cool. some horror royalty in it. Uh, there you go. Is worth mentioning, you know. Yeah. So. You know, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody else in this cast would ever, ever went on to do anything notable because <laughs> I don't know any yeah. of them. Uh, yeah, I definitely didn't recognize anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, the main girl, for example, who is Daphne Zuniga, which is a hell of a name. Uh, oh, she was in The Fly too. <laughs> I don't, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, mean, I barely remember that movie, but, you know, apparently she was in that. So that's something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I... Yeah, it's a decent movie. It's it's got some fun moments. Uh, it's one it's one of those things though where uh, I noticed that in the opening titles it mentioned that music is like by and performed by, and it gave like a band. So at the party scene, it does spend like an extra couple of minutes just watching the band play the song as everyone's oh, yeah. dancing. And I think that's because maybe they had some sort of like promotional deal with this band. It's like sure. okay, they get they get like a, a prominent scene in the movie to play the song, and. You know, maybe that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe the record company pays them for that or something. That's like where like half the budget comes from. I don't know. Uh, Either that or the director. <laughs> it's like the director's friend's band or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I really felt the, like the forced inclusion of of like really focusing on them. Yeah. Uh, and it happens a lot. You see it a lot in TV shows. You know, whenever like say Smallville had like a, a band at the school dance, it was always like, "Hey, it's this band that you've actually kind of heard of, which is weird. Why are they at a school?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's odd. True. You you two are playing a high school prom. That's very odd. that never happened, but um, that's an extreme example. Yeah, uh, I think it's like so weird. Like, what is it with these movies where like, uh, I like I, I like when the um, like the origin of the bad uh of the bad guy or the killer or whatever is that like, oh, they just saw like their parents having sex when they were a kid. Like, I know it's, it's so, like, it's so I mean, yeah, technically in this it's like you know not the actual dad or whatever but still it's like so tr like traumatizing that they, they have to stab the person yeah yeah um it... like, like, like as a kid you would just be like hey what are you what's going on mommy daddy what are you doing yeah not, nothing beats of course Silent Night Deadly Night as far as oh, of course oh, no, yeah. sorry not that it's uh Christmas Saturday. Evil Christmas Evil is the one I'm thinking of yes yeah. <laughs> Saturday Night Deadly Night is the is Santa murdering your parents, which I agree, uh, which I do think would be traumatic, and yes, uh, would need would need some therapy. Yeah, and I do recommend uh, if that does happen to you, try to avoid uh, places where they will force you to wear a Santa suit. Yes, yes, um, that's a, that's good advice. Do you know actually? You know, uh, Saturday Night Deadly Night has inspired a lot of things that you, you don't even realize, and and okay. and the rest of you know art and literature and and you know the the wider arts mediums right um okay where is this going <laughs> for, for example 
the idea that you know santa murdering your parents uh is this traumatic and would lead to like, the, the person growing up with some weird identity issues and some psychological trauma uh was subtly referenced with the creation of the character of joe chill because chill christmasy okay. uh, well. so the <laughs> joe chill I mean, uh i mean i oh, when was joe chill first created was it before silent night deadly night i don't think so i mean obviously okay. the waynes were murdered long before then but yeah. i don't think joe chill as a character was created till after uh, okay uh, <laughs> i'll give you this one i suppose for now I thought that was a funny joke, and Tim just no sold it completely. <laughs> Fine, <clears throat> you know. I'm yeah, go- trying I'm- to figure out the logistics of it with, with a winter pun, you know, and the and the classic tradition of Batman and Robin. Uh, sure, you know. I mean, so. you you could have gone with like the the actual DC uh, Santa villain, uh, Hair Klaus. <laughs> You're after him, Tim. I'm not even that familiar with Hair Klaus. Uh, I think he's only shown up in uh, Ed Brubaker's Batman run. Okay. Uh, he he probably has maybe just a, a handful of uh, issues. Uh, and I could even be getting the name wrong, but there is a uh, like serial killer Santa in uh, Brubaker's Batman run. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the more you know. <laughs> um so, is there anything else we should talk about with the initiation, though? Because, uh... uh... I mean, the... Definitely, like, the, you know, most wild part of it is the storyline. Uh, the... You already kind of mentioned it, but, like, the kills, while they're not necessarily bad, um, there isn't, like, a ton of gore to them, and I, I do like that they use a bunch of different weapons, but because there's, like, a lack of gore, and they do usually just ultimately come down to, you know, that they're just stabbings... Yeah, that isn't really, you know, much to talk about. Nah, not really. Um, and there's not even, like, super specific things to kind of... Like, you know, there's not, like, specific yeah. kills that are saying, hey, we have to mention that one because it's particularly a standout. They all kind of right. just fall into yeah. the same genre of, hey, here's the kills. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah. it, it works because it's a cheesy 80s slasher movie and it works because it has all the other tropes of a cheesy 80s slasher movie. It's just missing that that one thing that put, would put it over the edge into great like slasher movie territory. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think maybe like you you uh you up the kills a, a little bit, um you know make them more gory or maybe a little bit more interesting, and then like you said, just yeah get to them all faster, and then maybe kind of play with the setting a bit more. I think then, um, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it completely works still, but I think you would definitely bump I, it up quite a bit. I think it could be one of the greats if it did. I, I think I think either of the two things we just mentioned, which, I mean, I think definitely get to them all faster, but I think either the kills are gorier and therefore way more satisfying to watch, or you take the thematic <laughs> approach and actually like use a bunch of different stores and give them all a bunch of character. Because if you if you want to give them gore, then give them character because they're in different like unique locations with different unique yeah, yeah. like implements. So, you know, there's, there's definitely paths to go down um, with that. Actually, this movie commits a, a, one of my weird pet peeve sins. Is it the security Uh-oh. guard? Uh, before mm-hmm. he gets killed, he he's, he's he's just sitting looking at a porn magazine, and this is one of these things that I'm just like baffled by every time it pops up in a movie. Was, <laughs> what are all these characters just sitting looking at porn when, they can't, when they're just like not doing anything? Like, just... I mean, it's uh, the articles, you know. <laughs> There's uh, interesting articles there. 
I went on a whole rant on the, the boys this past episode because there was a porn consumption that just felt weird to me. But hey-ho, whatever. Well, I mean, if there's anyone that knows the right way to consume porn, <laughs> I'm sure it's you. <laughs> there's an art form to it, Tim. There's an art form to it. Um, but no, I just, I just find those weird things. Like, he's just, he's just looking at naked ladies and i'm like well, what are you doing and it's, it's not even the first time i've seen this with a security guard like it's almost a trope in movies that security guards just look at porn when they're mm. killing time like okay weird <laughs> um it's just another excuse to get some more boobs in the movie i suppose um yeah and it, it even implies later because like when they're going to get this because they still think the security guards are around and they, they say to the third girl who's kind of the more flirty bubbly one they're like hey you, you find the security guard and distract him <laughs> And she's like, how did I do that? Well, I'm sure you'll think of something. Like, you know, the implication <laughs> being that she's going to, like, flirt her. Even though she's not supposed to be in the building, he, he should theoretically freak out that there's someone in the building that snuck in somehow. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> For sure. And I'm not even sure why no one even addresses the security cameras in this mm-hmm. building, because they, they must exist. Has the killer, like, yeah, um... got, got into the, the security room and wiped them all? Like, what what's going on there? I mean, these are all, like rich white privilege college kids i i don't think they fear anything i think worst case scenario they they got like a call to daddy on the uh you know waiting if they uh need to get out of any jams what about the killer she's literally going to kill her twin oh the killer um uh i don't know maybe she'll just say she was the other sister i don't know (laughs) the one who died sure (laughs) There's a flaw in this plan, Tim, is all I'm saying. There's a flaw in this plan. Uh, so let's just point out that the lead character, the only notable thing she did at the end was kill her innocent real father by hitting him off the, the roof of a building. Yeah. And that, I forget, did he not survive? Did he land in some boxes? Or I don't think so. If he did, I, I glossed over that detail. <laughs> I uh I mean maybe I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> I thought he fell in some boxes, but I mean it was pretty high up. So yeah, even, he, even if that was the case, maybe that might have still killed him. You might be doing myself now, but I'm pretty sure he died. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure Kelly's one claim to fame in this movie is she <coughs> killed an innocent person. Uh, and maybe she's more like her sister than she thought. <laughs> well, no, because after she does it, she's like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Her reaction <laughs> says she has a soul, at the very least. <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, the, the bad thing for this movie is that there's a there's another evil twin slasher movie that I think is a blast from start to finish because it's so over the top. So this mm-hmm. kind of feels a little bit more deflated in comparison to it. Okay. The Thanksgiving slasher Blood Rage, of course, is what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not the you know cult classic uh, as Blood Rage, but yeah, I can see that. But hey, okay, we we rating it ten. What are you giving it out of ten? Uh, I think I'll give it a six. Uh, you know, I still think, despite all those like flaws we talked about, um, I still had fun watching it. Like I, <clears throat> you know, never really, even though the beginning uh, drags like a bit from time to time, I, I still never really felt like bored uh, at any mm-hmm. point watching it. And uh, you know, the characters were entertaining enough, and it was cheesy enough uh, that, yeah, uh, that while not being great, I I, I still enjoyed it. Oh, no, I agree. I, I think a six is perfectly fair for this. Uh, 
you know it's it's watch i think you have to like slasher movies if you don't like 80 slasher movies sure. you're going to hate this uh, oh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. but if you like cheesy 80 slasher movies i think you'll get enough out of this even if the stuff you get out of it's not the kills themselves which is you know not typical when you recommend a slasher movie but uh yep. there is stuff here worth seeing if you like these type of things but hey there you go um if you made it this far in the review go into the comments on youtube and put the word i was going to say dick but that might get auto flagged as like spam so <coughs> instead put the words evil i don't know. Should, should i be telling me to put spoilers in the uh, the comments that's a bad uh, idea you can say uh dream or something i don't know mall <laughs> <laughs> i mean i try to think of something a little bit funnier than that but okay. <laughs> you know what actually you know what so what comments you put in the comments captain cold right put the okay. words captain cold in the comments you made it this far okay <laughs> or joe chill i'll accept either one <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> how did we get so many ice-based uh villains and shit and this anyway uh, <laughs> but yeah there you go so i'm gonna make tim do the, the, the pose for the thumbnail so here we go three two one pose that's so insensitive tim uh, <laughs> so, so that is uh that is the initiation on screams after midnight let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments please do like and subscribe all those usual things uh guys on patreon as we mentioned earlier patreon.com slash tv for uh, you know, bonuses and exclusives and all sorts. Uh, get us on the Twitters at Screams Midnight for updates to, you know, stuff coming out and jokey stuff and all sorts. Uh, go and have a look over there and get involved and, you know, stay in touch with us. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. Hopefully you're enjoying the Octoberthon and there's more movies yet to come uh, before we wrap up uh, to the big finale on October 31st, which is a movie I'm not looking forward to, but it must happen. So, here we are. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time.